Welcome to the Leading Visionaries Podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established leading visionaries. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate and spotlight the leading visionaries who are thinking differently, seeing new possibilities, have the courage to dream big, take inspired action, and create conscious change all around the world. Now, here's your host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Leading Visionaries Podcast, where we celebrate the ingenious, insightful, innovative, and inspired leading visionaries of our time and provide our listeners with world-class examples of the kind of courage, clarity, and confidence it takes to bring visions into reality. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Kathy Dirksen. Kathy is the founder of her company, Inspired Tenacity Global Solutions Incorporated. She is a disruptor and catalyst dedicating to improving the lives of the women in her community and around the world. Kathy helps women to rediscover their brilliance, find their voice, and create a life they love. She is an international speaker and 10 times number one best-selling author and has created a platform for women to share their wisdom and inspiring stories in collaborative books, taking them from chapter concept to best-selling author in a simple, exciting process. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> well, Kathy, I am excited to have you here. I would love to know, have you always been a disruptor and catalyst? Were you <laughs> were you the little disruptor as a child disrupting everything in the household? Or is disruptor slash catalyst something that came about further in your uh, life journey? I, I think that's more my, my midlife journey. Uh, I'm a middle child. So most of my life, I was the one stopping the boat from rocking. So being that one in the middle, making sure everybody's okay, calming everything down, that that was my my usual position. But I think it's been in midlife when I've just really recognized how many of us are, are feeling like a stuck numbness. And so I've discovered that that is my calling at this time is to be that one that stands up and goes, Hey, (laughs) snap out of it. (laughs) Hey, snap out of it. I love that. So Kathy, one of the things that it sounds like you do is, is that you're one of the people out there who is a leading of visionaries. Like this show is about people who are leading visionaries, kind of like the big in the spotlight people, but it's also about those people who are leaders of visionaries. And so it sounds like that's really your calling here. Can you talk about your own vision for Inspired Tenacity and where that calling came from and how you are, you know, leading yourself in your own vision, but also how you see yourself leading and maybe waking up other dormant visionaries? Yes, yes. Oh, there's a lot of questions wrapped up in that. I've definitely, I've been on a personal evolution for about 10 years now, trying to figure out exactly where it was that I fit into that. And before that, I was working a job, being a housewife with kids and all those things that you just kind of get caught in doing. And then you you kind of hit a time where it's like, okay, you know what? 
there's more I'm supposed to be doing. Just feeling that that yearning almost that there's something else. And so for I 10 years ago, went into financial planning thinking, okay, I'm going to be the one that helps women understand their finances, move their life forward. So that was my my first kind of step into, I am going to impact the community on a global scale by bringing this information and, you know, just creating that ripple effect of positive change. In my mind, if we help women improve their life, that helps their family, that helps their community, that helps the world. And after 10 years-ish in the financial industry, I realized that I was just really contained with all the rules and what I was allowed to talk about and present and just the perspectives I could speak about. And so now it's been over two years that I jumped and ran, you know, got out of that whole corporate world completely, set out on my own as an entrepreneur. And that's definitely been a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, was on that evolution of, okay, where is my sweet spot? Who am I talking to? And what is it I'm here to bring? And I've, it's really been fine-tuned down to I'm here to support midlife women step into that next chapter of their life. I mean, so many of us have been caught, you know, just by looking after everybody else for decades and focusing on everybody else and not on ourselves. And I think part of it too, that that cultural belief that, you know, in our 50s and 60s is that time to slow down and putter and but it's not this is the time for us to figure out what we want to do with our life and get doing it and so I've really I just have as I've dug deeper into that and really fine-tuning who I'm here for and what I'm supposed to be contributing I just as you can see have developed (laughs) passion for this whole idea that that in our age group we need to be now standing up taking hold of what excites us and go do it Mm -hmm. i love that well you know i think what i'm hearing there in that vision kathy is that there's some awareness that has come to you and i think it's come to a lot of us that our mother's midlife is not the same as ours is that that we're all actually living a lot longer midlife has extended 50 is the new 30 you know all of those things and the liberation of both financial liberation that this generation of women has relative you know compared to all the previous generations as well as the time liberation at midlife is significantly different than it's ever been in in the course of history. And so what I'm hearing there is that your vision is let's not squander this, right? Let's take all the dormant, untapped wealth that is in these women that you support and bring it out into the world. So one of the things you said is, you know, you help them step into their next chapter and you do that by helping them write a chapter of what they have experienced. So can you talk a little bit about like your movement from financial planning into this, this realm where you're working with women now and what, in addition to doing a collaborative book, 
What else is part of how you help these women? Yeah, there's a few different layers to it. And the stepping into, so creating the collaborative books, which is the main focus of my work now, really came about after my experience in books. So around 2019, I did my first collaborative book with a local group here. And there was a lot of benefits to doing that that I didn't expect. So reflecting on your own story, putting your story in writing, collaborating with a a team of other women, creating a product and putting it out to the world. There's so many parts of that that we don't appreciate beforehand what that experience is going to be like. Mm. And when I did my first book, I really hadn't expected to do more or planned on doing more. And as you mentioned in my intro, so far, I've got 10 books now that are all collaborative books that are launched and best-selling books out there in the world. I've got about five more on the works right now. And I just realized that that stepping into that process of sharing our stories is such a huge way for women to clarify their own journey, but support each other by giving examples of what they've been through. So a couple of the books that I've done recently, so Embrace Courage was one that came out in January. The ones I've got right now are focused on women transforming leadership. So again, they're giving a platform for women to reflect on their own story, but then to share it with other women who can now read it and say, that's a good example of what I'm trying to do. If she can do it, I can do it. And kind of building that team feeling of let's go do this together. Mm -hmm. And so that's parts that I really love about doing the books and what has kind of taken me in that direction. And like I said, it's, it's been an evolution over the last few years, but I've really found that spot that's working for me. And and I do find that for women who are in these books, you talk to them afterwards and the experience was something that they didn't expect Mm. that they jump back into, they refer their friends to. So I'm finding that it's a great way to support each other. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, it's interesting because I've been involved in 22 or three at this point collaborative books over the course of many years when I was called personally to become what I call a a messenger with a capital M. One of the very first things that happened for me was some woman reached out and asked me to be part of a collaborative book. And this was before I had any idea about the self-development or personal development industry or how any of this stuff worked. And The book was titled Sacred Fire, and she collected all of these beautiful stories of how women interacted with the fire element in their life. And that was my very first, that was, you know, many, many years ago, back in like 2005 or six or seven, somewhere in that timeline. But since then, I have participated in multiple collaborative books, including one that grew out of my other podcast, the Wickedly Smart Women podcast. And we collaborate together, you and I both collaborate together with a wonderful publishing company called Action Takers Publishing. So I I love this, how you're showing up as a leader leading other visionaries is by creating this container where it's a mutually supportive collaborative container. So I think what I'm going to do right now, Kathy, is take a very quick break because we're right at that point where if I ask one more question, we're going to go way over the break time. But when we come back, we're going to talk more about where we can find you. And right now we are going to go to our break. So listeners, 
Are you a leading visionary or in the role of leading other visionaries? Consider joining our community and sharing your feedback and takeaways from every episode. We invite you to join us and support this podcast by making a donation at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. Interested in finding out more about how you can receive support for getting your vision out of the air and onto the ground? You can apply for a complimentary consultation with me or a member of my team by clicking the Connect with Angel button on the website. Be sure to share this show in your own spirals of influence with the people who you think might benefit from our content. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world, and I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Vancouver, Canada, which is where Kathy is from. And we will be right back with Kathy Dirksen. The Leading Visionaries podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Are you the one who thinks differently, who is called to create a significant conscious change in the world, who is seeing and dreaming of a better way for your industry, your community, humanity? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired to guide leading visionaries just like you who want to break through the static in order to clearly express and confidently enroll support for their vision in a way that makes it inevitable that it will come to pass. Your word is your wand, and as the leader, your ability to articulate and communicate your vision is essential to its materialization and monetization. Please enjoy with our compliments a free copy of the book, Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny, which was a number one new release in three categories to get you started. The book is yours by visiting gift.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. And we are back with Kathy Dirksen. You can find out more about Kathy and how she is leading visionaries at her website, inspiredtenacity.com. We will have that for you in the show notes. So Kathy, can you talk a little bit more about your experience of receiving kind of what I call the call, the call to lead? Because, you know, you went from, you know, corporate to financial planning. And in that transition, it sounds like the calling was starting to stir, that you really were called to serve women in particular. Can you talk a little bit more about this experience of the call, like your own personal experience, what it felt like, how it showed up for you, and what you have noticed as you have continued to say yes to it? For myself, it shows up as a gut feeling like literally physically in my gut I feel just an unrest and then there's that unknowing that I, I've just I've learned to trust that intuition and that knowing and people will ask me well how did you make that decision how did you make the decision to go from your previous career into financial planning and then this and so much of my answer is around listening to my own gut and my intuition and thinking, okay, this is the right path. And as I go in one direction, getting that feeling, okay, now this isn't right. This isn't where I'm supposed to be yet. And just moving and moving and kind of evolving really in a different direction until I really find that sweet spot. And I, I find what's really helped me recognize that I'm in the right place now 
is the feedback that I am getting from other women that have been in the projects with me. And to have somebody actually come back to you and go, I'm so glad I met you. You're exactly what I'm looking for. I've been looking for you and you've, you've been the highlight of my day. I'm so glad I did this. You know, hearing things like that from people, those weren't things that I heard as much in my previous careers, right? <laughs> so to me, that is that that reflection that, yes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is where you belong. These are the people that are looking for you. And, and I think that's part of it, too, that I've learned that that ability to not feel like I have to go out and serve everyone or please everyone, but just to attract that person who's looking for me, mm. the one who's wanting what I'm offering and getting away from that old model of selling and pushing and hunting. It's more of the, I'm put it out there. This is what I'm doing. I talk to different people and the ones that are interested and it's a fit for, they self-select. Mm. So the ones that come to me and say, yes, I want to do this with you are the ones who have self-selected that yes, this is what I need to do next. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I know about leading visionaries is part of our work is actually enrolling people in our vision, right? Yes. So I'd love to have you speak a little bit since you're speaking at, at the moment about this whole process. I, I myself also believe in no chasing. I'm not chasing, I'm only choosing, right? <laughs> Although for a, a long time, I was in that mode of chasing only because that's how we were conditioned. Yes, yes. You know, we were really conditioned to be like, got to get out there, got to grind it out, you know, all of those Open things. Right. And, and really, I think anybody who's a visionary, anybody who's an authentic leader has to use their voice and has to articulate their vision in a way that will enroll and invite people to support that vision, whether it's bringing people in to become clients or whether it's, you know, bringing in stakeholders of other sorts, team members, et cetera. So can you speak a little bit about maybe your own process of finding your own voice and courage to enroll people in your vision for them? Because in your case, a lot of what you're doing is you're seeing what's possible for your authors that they don't even have the awareness exists. Hmm? Exactly. And that's one of the things I love about the position that I'm in, in the publishing industry is that I am listening to the women around me and what they're talking about and what they're worried about and what feedback or what support they need. And then I can go out and create a book that talks to that. So with my earlier books, Embrace Courage, Midlife Awakening, Women Transforming Leadership. Those are things that I've heard women wanting to talk about, asking for support with. One of the ones that I'm putting together right now is focused on overcoming barriers to success, things like imposter syndrome. So many of us are held back by those beliefs and those things going on inside us, whether it's our mindsets, our stories we tell ourselves, the imposter syndrome, and all these things that are stopping us from moving forward. 
And what I found is the more we hear each other's stories about how other people overcame those challenges, the more it gives us that courage and support to step into those things. And I think that's one of the ways that I have been very successful at bringing people into that community is that when you talk about the things that they're wanting answers for or feeling they need support on, then you're speaking to them at where they're at at that moment, not speaking over their heads and not speaking to, at a point we have to be real. We have to get raw. We have to just say, this is what the problem is. Whereas I think in our culture in general, we're taught to brush things into the rug. Don't talk about that. Oh, just go be quiet in the corner. And and uh, it's time to stop that. It's time for us to stand up and speak and say, okay, this is what I want to do now. This is the change I need to bring. And like you were saying too, we have to plan to live into our 90s. And I like to say 60s to new 40, that you know, in our 60s, we are full of energy. We are full of experience and wisdom and connections. And it's not the time to slow down. It's the time to go. And the one thing I really feel that COVID, a benefit that COVID came, that brought with COVID, was how we all got online. And now to have a community that's truly global is just normal. Like for me, pretty much every day of the week, I'll be on a Zoom with someone in the UK or Europe in the morning. Afternoon, I'm talking with someone in Australia. And in the middle, I'm talking to people all over the place. And that's just become normal. Mm -hmm. So whereas before, like you were saying with our previous generations, our mothers and grandmothers really only had their local community to draw experience from, to connect with, to try something new with, whereas we've got the whole world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, there's a few things in there. One of the things, you know, for me, I actually got into the online world in 2008 and I had a kiddo at home and I didn't have the freedom to go out on the road speaking. So I've been online and around the world since 2008. And I knew then my vision was to be global. And yes, thank God for the technology angels that uh, we are now able to do that. And COVID definitely brought many, many, many more people into the online space. But what I really wanted to highlight there for our listeners, you know, as a leader, it's as important for us to be listening Oh, yes. As it is to be talking. And so I love that you brought that to the table, that that your kind of work, your greatest work is really to be doing a lot more listening and then being in response to what you're hearing and creating out of what you are hearing rather than creating something and trying to force it out into the world, you're creating in response. Am I hearing that correctly? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Beautiful. So I'd love to have you share out of the experiences that you have had with curating, because essentially you're a curator. You bring together these women under, you know, this umbrella topic, whatever the umbrella topic is that you are have your finger on the pulse of what women want to be hearing, you know, the stories that women want to be hearing. What's the biggest like celebration or success or aha that you have experienced or one of your authors has experienced as a result of working with you? 
I think one of the biggest ones has been a shift in their confidence and how they see themselves. So when they put their story in writing and share it in a book, and then other people come back to them and reflect back to them, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad I read your story. It lifts them into a different place in their own confidence and how they see themselves. And especially, again, as a global connection, we tend to see ourselves as this little tiny bubble that's all by itself when really we are all connected. And the more we feel that and experience that, it, it literally does create a shift in how we see ourselves and how we see our potential and what we can even look towards doing next. Because I think that's a big part of it, too, that that so many of us, what we see as our possibilities is small. And then when we recognize, no, those possibilities can be much bigger than what we ever imagined beyond our wildest imagination. And I think that's what being in the books and being in the community. And again, we've got, you know, roughly 20 women per book. Mm. And my books are all international projects. So they're meeting women from all over the world that they never would have met otherwise Mm. and getting to know each other on a, a level that being in a project like this together really is a whole different relationship than someone you've just met in a network group or chatted with, you know, through LinkedIn or something. So it just creates that whole different way that they see themselves in the world. Mm, I love that. Well, I, you know, want to reiterate for our listeners that working with you will enhance confidence, connection, and cross-cultural relationship building. So awesome. You're an international best-selling author. (laughs) Yes. And you become an international best-selling author through your collaboration with Action Takers Publishing, which is awesome as well. So in the last minute that we have, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about leading, about being a visionary yourself or about leading other visionaries as you gather these women together in these beautiful projects? Oh, I think one thing I wanted to share a quote that I love, and it's how does one become a butterfly? You have to be willing to give up being a caterpillar. And I think that whole thing of being willing to walk away from that stuff we need to leave behind, that decision to do that is what differentiates us from our old, the old version of ourselves into our new version of ourselves. Beautiful. I love it. That butterfly. (laughs) That's right. Well, I, I agree with you. That is one of the functions of leadership is learning to let go of what doesn't serve anymore. So you are helping these women to self-lead as well, to, to move through that rite of passage from you know, having the story deep inside them that they may not even think has any value at all into becoming a best-selling author. And that's that's a rite of passage. I, oh, yes. I will never forget just becoming an author is a rite of passage, but becoming a best-selling author is, you know, a whole other level. So beautiful work. Well, thank you so much for leading visionaries. Kathy, you're doing a great job for our world and the women around the world that you're working with. And we are going to come to our conclusion. So listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by joining our community, sharing your takeaways, asking questions, 
questions and submitting guest suggestions. You can weave your visionary thread into our fabric by opting in on our website at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com or by interacting with us on social. Look for the handle at Leading Visionaries Podcast on all the major platforms. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep your eyes, ears, and hearts open. And remember, you are here to create conscious change. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Leading Visionaries on Apple Podcasts and share with other people you know who can benefit from today's episode. Leading Visionaries is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leading visionaries who are called to create conscious change and know that now is the best time to welcome wealth and cultivate a web of collaborative support to bring their vision to life. We invite your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of new episodes at leadingvisionariespodcast.com.